Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Folks, welcome back to the Anthony Gordon Show. If I had to sort of handpick a guest that fits into the, the thesis of the show, it would probably be um, our special guest, Ami Horowitz. And the reason being, so Ami has, um, Ami does terrific work. He is a uh, more than a documentary filmmaker, in my opinion. I think he's an educator in a very creative way. And the, one of the thesis, one of the, the trigger points of the show is to help people think critically and to use the cliche, maybe stop drinking the Kool-Aid. So, I mean, for, for, uh, for our 2.3 billion listeners, uh, there might be two or three that, that might not be familiar with your work. So I think the best sort of background would be, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the 2009 documentary, You and Me, and then the, your, your, your later documentary on Stockholm Syndrome really gave you prominence I think the best place to start is, can you just give our listeners a sense of, you know, the work you do and why would a guy who is doing very successful on Wall Street pivot and really take a very courageous but challenging uh, right turn in life? Yeah, look, it's, it's, uh, I was always proud to be a banker. I think uh, investment in banking and private equity does great work. I'm not one of those people who bash on those industries. I think yeah. without them, we don't have... Many of the companies that we enjoy today, probably including Zoom, which we're using currently. So I didn't leave it because I had a problem with the industry. I left it because I thought I could add more to the national conversation, really the international conversation. I thought that we were moving in a direction that, in my opinion, was dangerous, both for our country, the world, and for the Jewish people. Yep. And I wanted to be able to, um, to help um, change the course of that direction and the course that we were heading in. And I thought about different ways I can do that. And obviously, I thought about writing a book, writing a, a magazine article, but none of those things had the appeal, both for me and I think for what the audience that I was essentially targeting. So I decided to, to use the medium of, of film and then later social media and the internet because it became far easier. So yeah, so I, my first foray into this world was I, I created a, a documentary, which uh, yep. was released theatrically around the country and, and was sold in, 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 uh, around the world. And, 23 countries around the world. And it did really well, thank God. And it was about the, the evils and the problems that the UN essentially is creating more problems than it was it's solving. And yep. it, it really, it, it um, I think it failed to live up to its founding principles in a very significant and profound way. And what happened was that kind of kicked off my career and uh, decided I want to continue down this path. The problem for me for feature films was that it just takes too long and too much money sure. to to do you know that that was a six year process for me from beginning to end and um i wanted to get out more topics you know quicker and at that time that was really the beginning of the platform of of youtube and, and facebook yep. as a video platform i thought this is a, a a far better way to get out a variety of topics in a relatively timely manner 
And that was it. We, I transitioned from feature film to, um, to these short documentaries, these short stunts, yeah. um, which I'm sure a lot of your, your listeners have, have seen. Yeah, and, sure. and it's been, it's been amazing. I mean, this is, um, you know, over the last uh, seven or eight years, I've been doing these type of videos. We've gotten over a quarter of a billion views. That's huge. Um, huge. It's, it's led to a number of executive orders by the president. More recently, one of my videos where, uh, and I'll walk you through the process because it's an amazing yeah, process. Very fascinated by that. Were you credited at all by the, uh, the administration? Uh, no, although there was plenty of, of articles in the New York Times and so yep. forth written about my role in it. Um, essentially, the, the video that I'm referring to, it was the second executive order that I, we influenced, was I went to a conference at Duke and UNC. It was a massive yep. joint conference. Um, and it, every major department and school at the two universities sponsored it. Uh, and in addition, unfortunately, the U.S. government spent over $200,000 on this particular conference. And the coup de grace of the conference was, was an evening with a Palestinian rapper, um, and he just rapped poetically <laughs> about the love of anti-Semitism. Yeah. And the crowd just went wild, standing ovation from the crowd as he's rapping openly about his love of anti-Semitism and, 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 and trying to get the crowd to become more anti-Semitic, and they were loving every second of it. And I caught it all on, on video. The video was released, and they made front page New York Times, front page of a whole bunch of major papers. And the Department of Education wow. decided to investigate this conference because we spent U.S. taxpayer dollars on it. And um, the net result was they sued Duke and UNC for the money they spent on this conference. Wow. Ultimately, that led, after a few months, to the president. They went to the president and said, we need an executive order to change Title IX in order yeah. to cover anti-Semitism. And the president agreed. And because of that lawsuit, which came from the video, uh, it was a, a very popular uh, um, um, uh, uh, executive order, and I think it ultimately will be one of my legacies. I think on on making amazing. campuses safer for Jews. So I'm very proud of that. that that's amazing. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's safe to say that the traction you've had exceed, has exceeded your your expectations. No, I've got I've got a huge ego, uh, so my expectations are pretty high. Cool. We're not quite yet at fulfilling my expectations, but we're on the way. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna. Let's, that's a good way to sort of segue into this discussion you and I had, and that's as follows: we met, uh, we met uh, at, at a Passover retreat. I remember seeing you walking uh, out of the woman's bathroom, and we we connected. And one of the things that I said to you was, "There's someone who feels that the the image that Israel has is is not accurate," um, and we'd spoken about. Um, something that I'd love to do is try and, you know, get, get you some support. Suppose money was not an issue. I mean, someone cuts a check for a hundred million bucks tomorrow. How would that change the work that you're doing? Uh, significantly in the, in the sense that, uh, this business is look like everything, it's a business and, and you have to raise money in order to create product. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things I would like to, first of all, one of the major obstacles we have is yeah. YouTube and Facebook specifically trying to deflate the numbers of conservatives. So imagine. that's a significant hurdle. And, and money is, is a, a way to, to combat that. You're able to advertise the videos and get them out to a larger audience. And we have a large organic growth as is, but um, on the platform, I, and I have major distribution through Fox News and through yeah. Daily Wire with Ben Shapiro and Dennis Prager and PragerU. 
But even those platforms are diminishing their views on, on, a, on a per video basis because of the continuing um, push against conservative voices by these social media platforms. So it's necessary to spend money in order to get more views. That's, that's, that's number one. Two, that can just do bigger videos, bigger stunts, hire more people, hire more writers. And these are all things that you have to do. You have to shoestrap because, you know, money is obviously tight. There's a lot of people who have very important things they need to get funded, not just me. Um, uh, and we're, and it's tough. So yeah, no, there's, there's this thing with the more money you get, the, the larger audience you're able to get to. But even if you had, I mean, even if you had access to significant deep pockets, how, how do you get above the noise? I mean, you're fighting, you're fighting the 800 pound gorillas that are trying to mute you. Yeah, it's a, it's a large, a large of it is press related. So for example, last year, thank God we were able to get, we were, I was on the front page of the New York times three times. That's a huge way to get above the din. When there's a yeah, big sure. front page piece, um, which you're a, a focal point on, it's a, it's a huge way to get above the din. Uh, and, and, and look, obviously I, I get a lot of traction from the conservative world, right? Yeah. Um, and all the major players in the conservative world, thank God, push my videos. But the reason why I do what I do is not to preach to the choir, which by the way, that's not a, a pejorative statement. No. It's important to preach to, to choir. Um, you know, I say all the time, we all have to be singing up the same hymn book. Um, and you, so you want to be able to do that. And we're able successfully, thank God, to penetrate that audience. But in order to affect change, you need to convince the left of center. That's my real target audience. Not the left. The left yeah. is lost. We're not yeah. going to convince the left. But I differentiate between left and liberal. We need to get the liberals because the arguments that we make are sound. They yeah. are right. They are true. And if you're able to sit with somebody and walk them through why their position needs to be changed, shockingly, even though we live in such a jaded society, I have found that even through a three to or 10 minute short video, you can substantially change people's perspective and viewpoint on a particular issue. So that's really who I'm trying to, to target. So I think a casing point, I mean, is my uh, former professor at Harvard, Alan Dershowitz. I, I've, seen a, I've seen a metamorphosis, and I think, he's, uh, I think he's an intellectually honest guy, and I think he, you know, he sees the flaws, and he's got the intestinal fortitude and the courage to say, one second, this is insane. Yes. No, he does. And he's a great example of how you can change. Somebody who's, who's so intellectually based, and the, I think the more intellectually based you are, the less emotion-based you are, sure. the more you're open to being convinced with a rational argument. So he's, yeah. he really is the apotheosis of that. So a question, as we're preparing for the show, two or three questions which everyone, I mean, the, the white elephant in the room, if you will. And this is a question, by the way, I, I asked our mutual friend Ben Shapiro when he was on the show a while back is, there's no question, I mean, when I see you, I see the video, I see the context, there are times where I, I'm scared for you. I'm scared that literally your, <laughs> your life's in danger. You're, uh, I mean, it's not everyone that's, you know, waving an ISIS flag at Berkeley, you know. So the question is, you got, can you share with our listeners, there have to have been some incidents where you literally felt, one second, I'm going to be saying, Kaddish, this is it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's, been more, there's been more than one. I'll walk, if you're, I'll walk you through a couple of them that come to mind off the top of my head. Uh, by the way, you know, when I get up in my synagogue and bench Gomel, 
Yeah. People know that I, when I do that, that's not because I took a, a trip I'm overseas. Thinking, they know some, like, everybody comes, what <laughs> happened on me? What happened? <laughs> that's funny. So, and I do it more often than, I, than I'd like to, and certainly more often than my wife would like to. I'm so sure. let's see, the, the one, one that, I'll give you a couple of them. Recently, um, I was in the Minneapolis riots. I was in the middle of those riots. So we were filming um, the, 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 the orgy of violence, as I said, that were going on. And at one point, I saw a um, thug, and, I, and I, I will use that term liberally because that is what this man was, a thug. Okay. Attacking an older white gentleman. Uh, I, like, like, old like yourself. Okay. And, That's it. Thank you. I mean, okay. <laughs> and uh, he was going to kill this man. I mean, he was attacking with stones and sticks, literally. And I had, to, I had to run and grab this kid off this guy because I thought, you know, he was going to kill not, you know, And I was hoping he wasn't going to turn his attack on me, and thank God he didn't. But, you know, that's an example of, of kind of, it, it, look, oh, there's a very, there, bravery and stupidity are two sides of the same coin. I'm on the stupid side, not the brave side, to be honest. <laughs> uh, another one, I, the one that probably freaked me out, the, the two that freaked me out the most was, uh, well, one of, the, one of the videos I did, I, I, do you remember when the, um, the Syrian refugees were going on those rafts from yeah, yeah, Turkey to Greece? They're crossing yes. the Aegean Sea. I think I saw so, it, yeah. At the time, it seemed like a good idea was, well, why don't I go on the raft with these people and cross the Aegean Ocean? <laughs> well, I, I knew that 6,000 people literally died that year crossing the ocean, but I figured, you know, I can probably handle it. So I know when I, before, now to show you that I'm not totally stupid, I called the, um, the, uh, the, um, the American uh, Coast Guard uh, and I asked them, look, if I'm going to be in open water on a raft, uh, what, what should I do to prepare myself? He said, well, here, first of all, is this a joke? I said, no. He goes, all right. I'm still not sure it's a joke, but here's my <laughs> recommendation. He goes, you have to have a uh, type two life jacket, which means if you lose consciousness, it keeps you afloat on your back. Oh I said, okay. He said, you need a, a flare. So that also, that, that, that makes sense. He says, um, you need condoms. And I was like, eh. I'm not sure I'm going to get that busy on this. On this, it's not that long. But he goes, no. He goes, in case somebody steals your life jacket, if you blow up condoms and you put them under each arm, it'll keep you afloat for maybe 30 minutes to an hour. That might be enough time. For somebody come get you, and then you need a knife. So I figured, okay, the knife makes sense because you guess you get you fall over, you get caught in the rigging. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, the people on that raft are going to try to steal your life jacket. So you got to stab them to keep alive. That's what I thought. That's what a normal person would have said. Maybe this is not for me. Yeah, but no, I did it. I did it. And, and I oh went on this, uh, I went on the raft and we're in the open ocean and, and it was, uh, it was pretty frightening. It was fine. We ended up fine. Nobody flipped over. We all survived and got the other side. That was pretty scary. And I would say maybe the scariest was, you mentioned the video I did Stockholm syndrome, yeah, yeah. Which, which by the way, uh, that particular video where I showed the danger of open Islamic immigration to Sweden, what the, 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 the absolute change in crime statistics because of that immigration, that the, the, the Swedish government actually changed after years and years of 50% every year increase in Islamic immigration, cut their Islamic immigration after the video came out because it made such a, it was such, a, it was a, such an international sensation. So, um, but in that video, while I was shooting it, we went to a, um, a no-go zone. And for those of you who don't know what that is, yeah. um, they are areas of Europe. They're primarily Sweden and Germany. I have not found them anywhere else, to be honest. But in Sweden, there are pockets of, of neighborhoods, essentially, which uh, a white person cannot enter. 
uh, and the police are not allowed to enter and they're attacked, physically attacked if they enter. Police stations have actually had to leave the areas because they kept being firebombed. And shockingly, not dissimilar to, to Seattle, unfortunately, um, th th these things exist throughout Sweden. So I went, I hear no-go zone and I go. And <laughs> as you can imagine, the results were not positive and five guys attacked me and beat me um, almost to death, unfortunately, before I was able to get away. So that was, that was just a couple of examples of some of the stupider things I've done. So it's, you know, it's interesting. I mean, as you speak, I'm thinking your videos are getting more downloads, more eyeballs. You, you know, thankfully, um, you, you've got a platform. Aren't there situations where you walk in to do one of your document, documented and people recognize you? And, th and that defeats, so, yeah. I mean, you're out of character then. Yeah, so it's, it's happening more and more. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's rare now that I can go somewhere and not be recognized at some point. Yeah, usually I, I, I've got an hour or two to do what I need to do um, and get in and out before I'm recognized. But like, for example, uh, the, the last two times I shot in both in Minneapolis and in Seattle at the, at the autonomous zone, uh, I was forced out because I was recognized, but I was able to get in the proper video. So it's a, it's a double edged sword. It's good. It, when you recognize, you know that you are being successful, That's particularly great. at the other side. I, it's not surprising to get recognized by the people who agree with you, but you know, you're having an impact. And people are watching side. this when the other side begins to recognize you. So that's been a, a good, a, you know, a high class problem to deal with. That's a high class. Give us a sense of the the overhead, the expenses. Wherever you go, I assume there's, there's a camera crew. Uh, I mean, I don't think security. You know, I'm just trying to get a sense for our listeners of you know, how, you know the operation that you run. So a you know, if folks uh, you know want to want, want to be supportive of you. Um, just a sense of your overhead and just just how you actually run the operation because the end product you know is clearly is clearly working yeah we we have a spend of between uh three quarters of a million and a million dollars a year wow. in order to, to 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 produce these things um i mean i i've had the, the video i did the muslim brotherhood right where, where i i interviewed the muslim brotherhood around the world and you know, that video itself is one hundred twenty thousand dollars I mean, some of them are cheaper. Obviously, if you shoot man in the street here in New York, it's seven, eight thousand hard dollars hard costs. Um, but yeah, because it requires you know a crew, three to five people, um, sometimes security, obviously travel expenses, editing expenses, translation expenses, um, you know, office space. It's a look. It's um, it's worth it because you, you don't want to do it half-assed. Otherwise, sure. you're not going to have the writers. Uh, it, it's a it's a process and. Um, Look, I'm, when people look at me and say, wow, that didn't seem all that difficult to, to, to write and shoot, I'm glad. I want to try to make it look easy. Um, but it's a, it, it's, it's, a, it's a hard barrier to, 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 to get over. And, and, and I'm assuming, and I'm, I'm going to look at the clock because I want to be respectful of your time. I'm assuming this Thank is self-funded. You're raising the dough. I mean, you're not, Google's not giving you a budget. No, no. The, to, to give you a sense of how little you can make on social media, because all my, you know, all, I'll get from, so it's all funding from people who would donate, who want this thing to happen. Yep. Um, and sometimes they'll ask me the question, well, why can't you make this self-perpetuating? Why can't you just, because we do, we get millions of views per video. The problem is the economics just don't work. And I'll give you a sense. If you do a million views on YouTube, okay, um, a million views will get you between $800 and $600 and $1,000. So it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. yeah, to have significant revenue from social media. You, you need to be able to shoot, you know, I do a video once a month, 
uh, on yeah. average. And you know, if you do it every day and have no cost to it, you're sitting from a camera, you can make money on it. But uh, the kind of model we have, which is an expensive model, there's no way to monetize it uh, that way. Not okay. a real way. Gotcha. So here's the final final two questions before we wrap this yeah. in, a, in, in a ribbon and before it goes com- completely viral, which I try and ask uh, all our guests. So the, the, the first question is, you're 95 years old, I mean, there's a boom mic, you're about to blow out uh, the huge uh, keg with candles on, your significant others on your left, uh, kids, loved ones, friends, what, what do you want them to be saying about you? Oh, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's pretty easy. I mean, it's not just with 95, it's, it's, it's when you're gone. Yeah. Um, you you want to leave a lasting legacy. You you want to be able to say to yourself, uh, you, you can't take money with you. Uh, yeah. Money's not a measure of your success. Um, it's all about, did I change the world in some way? Um, in, a, in, a, in a small way, in a large way. Um, if if I die and say, I didn't change the world, I didn't have an effect in the world, I've died truly a poor man. Yeah. And um, I'm proud to say that we have accomplished a lot, um, yeah. but not nearly as much as, as I have set out to do. And uh, everything I do, every day that I, that I live and every moment that I take a breath in, uh, I, I, I measure myself based on what, what have I done to change the world and to make the world a better place? Um, and that's ultimately what I, how I gauge my success. You know, you know it's amazing. I mean, um, as, as, we, uh, as the curtain comes down here, yeah, I was fortunate uh, to be very close to the, the late Rabbi Noah Weinberg. And one of the barometers that he really imparted of, of a successful person is that you leave the world uh, you know, a different place than the world that you came in. And I want to say, Ami, that you are doing fantastic work, courageous guy, a good guy. Um, I want to wish you continued success. And uh, if any of our listeners want to get, uh, you know, access you, look at your stuff, maybe buy your life insurance, how do they do that? Uh, AmiHorowitz.com. It's a repository of all things Ami. They can watch the videos there. They can donate there. Uh, they can, it's, it's all, all, all can be found there. They can follow me on YouTube, on Facebook, all the, all the typical, typical. I mean, stay safe, be healthy. We need you around, buddy. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Anthony, for having me on. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.